But let's face it, Kaiser, a Chancher is one of those players that just is incredibly good at the head games. Parker, what are you guys going to do to combat that? Uh, not miss any questions. Chandru Dandapani, the former movie trivia showdown inner geekdom champion of the world in a number one contender match against the spider Robert Parker. He finally gets his opportunity at a championship and he's got to go through the chosen one in order to do it. Chandru, I hope you're watching because this one's going to feel even harder. This one's going to be a real tough one to take. We started with the loss, you know, at the start of last season, and then we shut everybody up. He's the future of the league, but I am the present. Two 3-0 Star Wars competitors, the prodigy in Thomas Harper against the unknown Finstock Exchange gold leader. What a matchup for the finals. the movie trivia showdown alongside andrew guy i am mark baby carrots ellis and andrew what a matchup we have today two rookies making their debut in the movie trivia showdown and when i say debut i may be underselling it just a touch because these are two long awaited rookies that we have been dying to get into the league doug benson high time himself and the cooler chris van vliet are finally set to make their very first appearance in the showdown I always love to call matches of two people that are both exponentially more famous than I am, Mark, and I'm very, very excited to see how they handle themselves here in the ring. I love both these guys. We had so much fun with them backstage in the green room, but now they're in our world. They're in my world now, and I want to see how well they know this game that we love in the movie Trivia Schmodown. Yeah, they may be from another planet, both with their movie trivia insight and also because we had to use a trail of Reese's pieces to lead them into that green room. But they got here. They're in one piece. And Chris Van Vliet, super successful in the broadcasting world. People love just hearing his voice. And he is just such an affable guy. And he knows so much about movies. We did some practice questions just to get these two gentlemen familiar with the game and they both knocked him out of the park Doug Hightime Benson you obviously know from Doug Loves Movies where they have celebrities and even lowly comedians who are talking right now guests on the show this is a different kind of trivia this is a little more hyper intense competitive but hey if you know it you know it and these two fellas seem to know a lot about cinema I couldn't agree more Mark I want to see how they work through some you know, difficulties in rounds one and two. What happens if that wheel does them dirty? And of course, working with their managers. It's their debut. Lean on those veterans in the league. Yeah, you got uh, Kaiser is representing Chris Van Vliet, of course, of the Dungeon, who currently lead the standings in the movie trivia showdown. Sam Levine and the usual suspects will be managing Doug High Time Benson today for a look at how we got here. This might be the shortest promo we've ever done. Let's see what we got. I'm Doug. I'll be playing with the usual suspects in the Schmodown. Doug Benson. You know, Doug loves movies. You know how I know that? He's got a whole podcast named after him. So I'd be a fool not to want this man on my faction. Let's just get right to it, Brad. Kevin Smith, 
Chris Jericho, Doug Benson. Well, Frank Jackson, I think it would be yeah. hard for us to say that Sam Levine did not have an incredible, incredible free agency. Yeah, it didn't work out last year. Scheduling issues, the pandemic, whatever. But this time, Doug Benson came to play. Let me tell you about the word on the street. It's Van Vliet. Chris Van Vliet? Vliet? Honestly, I'm not sure how he pronounces it. I could have asked, but I didn't. Now the cooler, when he's not answering trivia questions, you know what he's doing? Kicking the crap out of pro wrestlers. Google it. I'm sure he's a lovely fellow. I know, uh, you know, he's got a a fine manager in John Kaiser, but uh, we've dealt with the dungeon before, and uh, we're going to deal with him again today. You see, Doug Benson, you're like my third favorite celebrity, Doug. You're somewhere below Dougie Fresh and Doug Diamond Phillips. Doug was born to play the movie Trivia Shmoda. Doug's gonna Doug, and uh, Dungeon's gonna Dungeon. You know what, Sam Levine? Kick off those penny loafers. It's time to play the Dungeon. All right, and what we got was some pretty good smack talk, predictably, between these two competitors and when you throw their managers into the mix. Sam and Kaiser, uh, how do we say this gently? Never short on words, Andrew. I feel like we could just watch a 12-hour courtroom documentary with Sam and Kaiser and be riveted the whole time. Yes, nothing would really make any sense, as I'm sure they both don't know the law that well, but I'd watch it. I would watch the hell out of it. But right now we're talking about watches of a different sort because I don't have mine on me. What does yours say? Uh, I think it says that it's time for the movie trivia schmodown. Introducing first, representing the dungeon, making his schmodown debut, the cooler Chris Van Leeds. Oh, guys, sorry. I could barely hear you over the shine of my Emmy Award here. This is uh, one of uh, one, two, three, four Emmy Awards that I have. Of course, the Dungeon is known for winning, so uh, why wouldn't they want to have uh, another winner on the team? You know, it's interesting. I am a distinguished journalist who has covered awards like, you know, the Oscars and the Emmys, and Doug Benson is a distinguished Bong salesman. So this should be very interesting. Uh, Chris, we have to ask you, are, are those really your Emmys? Are, are you at your house at the moment? Wait, wait, who, who told what? No. What? Next question, please. Hopefully they won't be home for another hour, Andrew. Uh, Chris, can I have your autograph? <laughs> yeah. Who should I make this out to? Uh, Andrew, Andrew guy, when I come back on screen, you'll be able to, to get the okay. spelling. Uh, Chris, how are you feeling about your debut today, brother? Uh, sorry, let me just finish the. Oh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm here. And uh, you did ask. There, me you, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's there it is for you. Thank you. Uh, this has been a long time coming, as you guys pointed out. But I'm pumped to be here. I'm pumped to be part of the dungeon. And it's, this is going to be an interesting matchup. I, I, I do respect Doug for his knowledge of cannabis. I don't know if his knowledge of movies, though, is going to be on par. 
And Chris, how would you say you first came about the Schmodown or competitive movie trivia? Did, did you always love watching movies and testing your friends? You were always the best in your crew. How did you know that you had a brain for something like this? I, I have a, uh, like a steel trap of knowledge. So if something goes in here, if I've seen a film, if I've seen a trailer, it goes in here and it does not come out. Well, at least until today when it does come out today. And I, uh, I saw Chris Jericho on here, have his epic match with Kevin Smith. And I went, I think I could do that. I want to do that. All right, then. He's got four Emmys, Andrew. I have four rec league basketball champions in Los Angeles County. Very shiny, right? My championships aren't quite that shiny, but let's go ahead and meet his opponent. And his opponent, representing the usual suspects, making his showdown debut, Doug High Time. Benson! Oh, hello! Just uh, polishing one of my trophies, one of my many awards that I've received over the years from many different institutions, not just one silly Emmy group. Um, Doug, what is that trophy for? That is This one is for Doug Benson, Cannabis King of Comedy at the Las Vegas Cannabis Awards. That's a pristine statue indeed Doug you probably earned that not necessarily for your movie knowledge but you host Doug Loves Movies a beloved movie podcast that features trivia but in that show you get to ask the questions and now it's sort of a reversal of fortune I get to ask you movie trivia questions how confident are you in your ability after all these years of having the answers in front of you uh, I feel pretty good um, because you know, as my opponent mentioned, um, he thinks I know a lot about cannabis. I really don't. I just get high all the time. It's movie trivia is my wheelhouse, and I am here to roll over my competition. <laughs> yeah, you know, Doug, you seem like, uh, you know, it seems like Chris has a bit of an edge coming out here wanting to put you in your place. You seem much more like you're going to let this game come to you. Do you see yourself maybe climbing the top of the Schmodown Mountain if you start on this path? Could you see yourself holding a belt one day? I can't, and that's the excite. That's what's so exciting about it to me is it, it feels way out of reach. I don't feel like I'm good at, you know, super hard, speedy movie trivia. But, uh, I, you know, you just never know. You just got to... You don't know until you smell. Uh, Doug, final question. I am required to ask you this. Uh, currently, on a scale of zero to Willie Nelson, are you currently high? <laughs> well, you know, there was a couple of moments of downtime uh, during uh, my technical issues of uh, joining the program. And uh, so I, I took advantage of those moments and <laughs> uh, I visited the kitchen. An opportunist at their finest, Mark. What's up, guys? It's Brett Sheridan from Schmodown, and I'm here today to talk to you about CBD. Now, the thing with CBD, it's not about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel, like stress, anxiety, pain. These are all things I deal with, and I know a lot of you do too, okay? You need to get yourself feels. It's a better way to feel better. 
Feels is a premium CBD that will help you keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, sleeplessness, and there's no hangover addiction. Okay, this is, I love this part about it. It's a, it's a totally natural product and I love to put natural things in my body and I love that that's how I feel better every day. So place a few drop of feels under your tongue and you'll feel the difference in minutes. Uh, the thing to remember about CBD is that everyone's dose is different. So you've got to find the right dose for you. So leave some room for experimentation. What's really cool about feels is that they have a hotline for you to call and they have a personal team to, to talk to you and work through your whole experience. The Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure that you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. Don't we all want that? You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with Feels. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash trivia. You'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash trivia. Become a member, get 50% off and free shipping on your first order. It's a great deal. Feels dot com slash trivia. Go do it now. There they are, Doug Benson and the cooler Chris Van Vliet finally meeting each other in person. Gentlemen, any last words for each other before I read the rules of round one? I'm glad to know that I'm in a right state of mind right now. Thank you for revealing that, Doug. Yeah, you know, the the sad part of this is that, uh, you know, if I lose, you're just going to claim performance enhancing drugs. I mean, drugs. (laughs) performance enhancing doug (laughs) it's the same initial either way ped so gentlemen now we get to the rules of round number one eight questions are asked to the field of competition in round number one these questions are from eight different distinguished movie categories each question is worth one point there is no penalty for missing a question there is no stealing at least there isn't in round number one wink wink we'll ask a question andrew and myself and then you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. You got to think it, get it in your brain, and then write it down within 15 seconds. Once we ask you by name or nickname, please show what you wrote to your camera. At the same time, you verbalize your attempt into your microphone. I'll remind each competitor you have three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. If you're not sure you heard a question right, you want to buy yourself another 15 seconds, that's your repeat. Use a JTE rule. You can also just say, Repeat the question. We're pretty lenient about that. You also each have one challenge. You may issue at any point throughout the three-round match. Some ruling seems fishy to you. You didn't like the way a question was phrased. You can use a challenge. We'll bring in your manager. We'll all delineate and deliberate to our heart's content. And it will ultimately be your manager that decides if the challenge is ratified. So I now ask the cooler, Chris Van Vliet, are you ready? I'm ready. He literally looked at his biceps, Andrew. Doug Benson... (laughs) Hi, time. Are you ready? I'm ready. Then let's get ready to Schmodown. All right, gentlemen, three rounds in the singles division coming your way. Your first eight are in categories all across the movie universe, starting with animated. Your first question coming from animated. Which Disney animated feature Features the songs One Jump Ahead and Friend Like Me. 
All right, Andrew, they're thinking it through. I'm gonna write down their best attempt at an answer. They can also say repeat if they're not sure or they need to buy themselves another 15 seconds. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down, let's go to you first. High time, Doug Benson, what do you got? Is it Aladdin? Doug Benson has his first point in Schmodown history. Does Chris Van Vliet? You ain't never had a friend like me. Aladdin. Tie game. He got it, and they're on the board. Here we go to your next category. I didn't get shut out. (laughs) You're you're both on the board. Congratulations, (laughs) gentlemen. All right, your next question in the world of horror slash thriller movies. What 2002 horror film featuring Naomi Watts has the tagline, Before You Die, You See? Friend Like Me is a song that uh, I was hoping you'd sign off with me on karaoke last weekend, Mark, and you did not. You're not touching the horror movies, are you? Five, four, three, two. Hey, can I hear that one again? Just in time, Doug Benson uses a repeat, and it is in the category of horror thriller. What 2002 horror film featuring Naomi Watts has the tagline, Before You Die, You See? So Benson uses one of his three repeats. Van Vliet has that 15 seconds to also look over his answer, guy. I like that he used it early. I think it's good that Doug knows the game. Four, three, two, one. Pens down. The cooler. Let's go to you first. I went with the ring. And that is correct for a point. Doug Benson, did you have the ring? Oh. No, and it's so funny. When you repeated it, I just thought, well, I'll just go with my original answer. So I wrote down, don't look now twice. (laughs) <laughs> well, you only got it wrong once, Doug. <laughs> yeah, you only Thank missed God it once, that. though. Thank goodness. It is Thank goodness. two to one as they get to their third round one question. All right, gentlemen, your third question coming in the category of action adventure. This 2005 adventure film from director Breck Eisner follows an explorer named Dirk Pitt as he seeks a lost Civil War battleship in the deserts of West Africa. Well, that sounds fun. You just don't want to talk about The Ring anymore, do you? I just, that movie scared me so much as a kid, and I feel like I'm still upset with it. I won't watch the remake. Four, three. That's the grudge. Two, one. Pens down, and we're going to Doug Benson first. Doug, did you have the answer? I have no idea what that movie is, so I'm just taking a wild swing and saying Sahara. That is His correct. Swing pays wow. off. Chris have it. I did not have it. No. It is two <laughs> to wow. two. And Andrew, they both have their first points and their first misses. And it is once again a tied ball game. As that we movie go sounds through. made up, by the way. <laughs> we we invent not, no movies here at the Schmodown. That was not, not the good. Sahara. The Sahara I know is Steve Zahn rides a surfboard on the sand. I think that's this is the same one. movie, Doug. Yeah, that's this one. Yeah, that's, that's the <laughs> yeah. description. Not all this stuff about Dirk Pitt or whoever the hell. All right. Well, we'll just uh, leave Mr. Pitt and we'll go to the world of dramas. And your next question. Who plays the main character, Derek Vineyard, in the 1998 film American History X? A lot of people love this movie, Andrew. Do you? 
I do love this movie. It's definitely a hard one to go back and rewatch, but I've heard a few people say that it hasn't aged well. So I don't know. It's been a long time. I've never seen it. Really? I know I was born in 1980 and am aging well. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Let's go to you first. The cooler. Edward Norton is correct for the tie. Doug Benson. Will you accept Ed Norton? <laughs> Only because you're Ed famous. Norton. That is correct. <laughs> <laughs> three to three, Andrew. They are off and running here. They've only missed one question. Yeah, yeah. It's a great start here for both of these guys. Your fifth question comes in the category of rom-coms. Rom-coms. Who stars as a television morning show producer named Becky opposite Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton in the 2010 film Morning Glory? All right, Andrew, I'm going to give you one morning show to keep that you have to watch every day for the rest of your life. What are you taking? Oh, my God. Are there morning shows? Uh, <laughs> you, could, you could have said Sports Center. Sport, man. I was, yeah, I'm going to go Sport. <laughs> Three, two, one. Go outside. Do a lap. Come on back in. Uh, did you say repeat right before? Yeah. Okay, I'll, I will. I will honor that. It was right at the buzzer. I will honor. I didn't hear a five or a four. I saw a three and a two and a one. Yeah. (laughs) He's calling for a challenge. All right. (laughs) Did you want to bring? Do you want to bring your manager in, or can we? No, no, no. I'll let him have this one. Okay. All right. There was no full countdown here. All right. All right. We'll give you a full countdown this time around. I heard it. In the category of rom-coms, who stars as a television morning show producer named Becky? opposite Harrison Ford and Diane Keaton in the 2010 film Morning Glory. And Andrew, this is what I love about newcomers to the Schmodown. It starts out, it's all fun and games. Question by question, it gets a little more competitive. Five, Five four, oh, three. <laughs> you see where we're going with this, Chris? Too? <laughs> okay. Uh, pens down. Let's go to high time first. I think it's Michelle Pfeiffer. That is incorrect. For a lead of one, does Van Vliet have it? It's my fellow Canadian, Rachel McAdams. It is for a big point. It is four to three. The good news for Benson here, guy, is that the next category is something he's probably familiar with because it is the world of comedies. (laughs) Thank you, Andrew. And it is (laughs) for a point. Who plays General Izzy, ruler of the rival kingdom of Nexdoria, in the 2021 comedy sequel, Coming to America? As in the sequel to Coming to America. Nexdoria. I love that name, and I really enjoyed the movie. Really? I did. I still haven't seen it. I love the original. Four. Can I get a repeat? Two. You certainly can. That's your second repeat. You have one remaining. Categories comedies. The question Who plays General Izzy, ruler of the rival kingdom of Nexdoria, in the 2021 comedy sequel Coming to America? It's crazy, Mark. I think it was actually maybe just a, maybe a month ago, was like the first time I watched this movie as an adult to actually be able to appreciate it. The original Coming to America? Yeah, yeah, the original. Four, three. That one holds up. Too. Of course. One. Pens down. Let's go to you first. The cooler. I don't know if I got this, but I'm going to go with Wesley Snipes. You did get it for a point. Does Benson? <laughs> that 
that's so funny. I just assigned that name to a woman for for no good reason. And, uh, <laughs> so so I just said, is it Angela Bassett? It is not, not Angela quite. Bassett, unfortunately. So here's where we stand. Five yeah. to three. Van Vliet with a two-point advantage. Two questions remaining in round number one. Two questions remaining. No opportunity for a perfect round, but two more points up to grab here, guys. I originally wrote down Eddie Murphy, so thank you so much for the repeat the question. <laughs> Sometimes you got to help your opponent out. Your seventh question coming in the category of family films. What 2015 film follows a young Peruvian bear who travels to London in search of a home, then meets the kindly Brown family. Who was uh, who who is your snuggly little inanimate object friend when you were a little kid? What, what, what kind of animal? I had a bear, and I named it after my nephew, which I think is kind of weird. It was a bear Four, named Kyle. Three. <laughs> 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 a lot of info there for guy. Uh, let's go to Doug Benson. Did you have this one? I'm pretty sure I did. If it's Paddington, he enjoys marmalade. Chris Van Vliet, how about you? I too had Paddington. It is six, six to four. Chris Van Vliet over Doug Benson. Wow. Okay, there we go. In round one. Gentlemen, we have arrived at your final question in this round, and it's in the category of directors, rich people who do this. Your question. What famous filmmaker directed the films New York, New York, After Hours, and Bringing Out the Dead? I believe Van Vliet is playing from the sun at the moment. Yeah, he's got a the cooler with a hot... Yeah, it's very... Four, three, two. He's going to burst into flames. He might be from Planet Krypton. Let's find out if he... He's back, and Chris Van Vliet, did he have it? No, I did not have it. He did not have it. So I, need, I, I needed that repeat the question, and I was too late on it. I'm so sorry. Too late for but you no. still have two repeats left. Doug Benson yeah. has one. Didn't need it for this question. Did you get the answer, Doug? Of course, it's Marty Scorsese. It is Scorsese for a point. So after a up and down, zigging and zagging, twisting and turning, hot white balanced round number one, it is six <laughs> to five in the category of the cooler with a one point lead here, Andrew. But Doug Benson and Chris Van Vliet finished their first round ever in the movie trivia showdown, and they adjudicated themselves pretty well. They did exactly what they needed to do. They sat back. They had fun. They didn't get lot or uh, missed questions get to their head. They just reset reload and came back and i'm excited to see what they do at round two i love seeing rookies use their jtes too mark I, I really think it's important a lot of times they're too scared to use them both these guys got them out early on spend away and now we progress to round number two the wheel round it is the wheel of fate doom and justice we don't quite have enough money to send you gentlemen a wheel so it's going to be virtual you'll spin it with your mind once you settle on a category four questions emerge from that realm each question's worth two points there's no penalty for missing a question but stealing is available so if you're not sure of the answer you can ask us for multiple choice we'll give you four options one of which the writers assure us is a correct answer at that point the value of the question goes down to one you may still use your remaining jte rules and or your challenges should you need so right now we are going to drop doug benson first and actually well let's, let's ask a question to chris van vliet chris yes. do you want to spin that wheel first or do you want to defer to your opponent you know, since I have the lead now, I want to put the heat 
on Doug, like that heat of my camera was just on me there. And I want Doug to go first. Doug! <laughs> he was late on that. He missed, he was after the buzzer that time, right? It was, it was, you know what? It was very close. It was like the ball was in the air, leaving the fingertips as the buzzer was going. And, you know, I think, I think Mark's, he just wanted to be friendly. So uh, it's okay, I though. Just, I just need something to cling to if today doesn't work out for me. I understand. I, I back that up completely. I love I love what's going on, man. It's only a one-point game right now, and that's terrific. That's exactly where we want to be because uh, now we get into round two. It gets very serious. So uh, just remember, man, you can go to multiple choice. If you need a little help getting to the answer, it you know takes the value point uh, the you know a point down to one, but that's okay. Um, now you have one full repeat left, but just to make sure that you know, uh, when they give you your multiple choice answers, you can get one free repeat of just the four answers at some point if you need it. So feel free to use that uh, if you need. Uh, but otherwise, man, just uh, let's spin the wheel, see where it lands, and we'll do our best. I love it. There it is in all its glory. And Doug, whenever you're ready, think really hard. Oh, there it, there it goes. He already did it. Wow. Oh, I like thinking. I like Sam's managing there in that. I think it's really, really good stuff, especially because we're talking to rookies right now. They work well together. All right, round and round it goes. Is it going to be Keep sports going. movies? Keep going. Okay, Doug. You landed on sports movies. However, you do have a mulligan if you want to spin away from sports movies. Just keep in mind, whatever you do spin next, you have to keep. Yeah. So, Doug, I get the feeling you want to spin again. I kind of do, but I also kind of don't. Okay. Are you? Um, is this? There's other stuff you definitely don't want to land on. I mean, I feel like you know a lot of sports movies. Yeah, I don't think there's a category I definitely don't want to land in. There's just some that are a little scarier than others. So, but I'm going to go ahead and uh, I'm going to take sports because I think I think I've seen most sports movies, so I think I'm going to be in good shape. I think you're going to be in terrific shape. You and I talk about sports every time we see each other, so you got this. All right, Chris Van Vliet is back. He'll get to talk to his manager when it is his turn to field questions. But, Chris, stay alert. You may have a steal opportunity. Not that Doug Benson would miss a sports question. So, Andrew Guy will be administering Doug's four questions. Doug, we only ask that we can sort of see your hands a little bit during round number two. Thank you, sir. Uh, Andrew Guy, you will be asking sports movies to Doug Benson. He could have spun away, but he said, no, nah, I'm pretty sure I've seen most sports movies, so let's give it a shot. Yeah, again, I think great. He's playing the game really, really well so far. You're getting four questions in the category of sports, Doug, and your first question. Who plays the fearsome boxer Clubber Lang in the Rocky franchise? That is Mr. T. That is correct. Getting his first points in round two, and he's going to get two of them, which takes us to seven to six. In the lead now, and his second question coming in the category of sport. And keep in mind, too, Doug and Chris, you can ask for multiple choice if the question was originally asked to you. Which baseball film features such actors as Robert Duvall, Wilfred Brimley, and Michael Madsen? In its cast. Yikes. I mean, if you're making a baseball movie, you put Brimley in it. I'm going to say The Natural. And I'm going to say you got two more points. 
High time, Doug Benson. Perfect so far in round two. Not sure if you wanted to stick with sports, but so far it's paying off very well. Doug, your second to last question in the category of sports. What basketball legend portrays a ball player named Neon in the 1994 film Blue Chips? Yikes. Gotta say Shaq. I don't know if he's saying yikes because he likes him or yikes because he doesn't, but give him two more points. He's oh perfect God. so far in round number two. Benson up by five, 11 to six. That High is time. impressive. It's like, I don't, I shouldn't know this, but here's my, you know, sometimes you just I feel know, like these are just wild guesses and they're paying off. <laughs> All right, let's see if he's yeah. got a little bit more of that magic, Doug. You got one more question in the category of sports. Okay. What kind of animal is Bill Murray's Carl Spackler going to war with in 1980s Caddyshack? That's so funny. If you just said what character does Bill Murray play, I wouldn't have even, even been able to tell you Carl Spackler. And um, it's a gopher. Eight points, a perfect round two for high time. Doug Benson, the usual suspect in the lead, Ellis. Wow. And now he's singing the classic Kenny Loggins tune from Caddyshack. Doug Benson high on life and on movie trivia at the moment. Eight of eight possible points. That's a perfect round number two. It is 13 to 6. And, and he so didn't even we, want that category. He didn't even want it. He didn't even no, want it. He thought about spinning away. He kept sport. Here's where we are. So we're going to let Doug Benson cool off a little bit while we bring in the Coolers manager, Kaiser. First off, I didn't know that the inglorious one was using the classified section from High Times Magazine to recruit new players. But, you know, we all have different approaches to the game, right? You know? The cooler, Chris Van Vliet. A lot cooler than Vanilla Ice in that stupid Ninja Turtle movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Buddy, you've got 15 seconds. Use the clock. You've got yeah. two You got two repeats left. Yeah. You know you can have them repeat the options in multiple choice, so be conscious of that. Take your time. Think through the questions. You're playing yeah. great, baby. Let's spin that wheel and see what we can do Let's here. Let's spin that wheel. See what we get. All right. Chris Van Vliet's very I'm first. I'm all right. Wheel. Great song, oh. Kenny Loggins. Both managers taking a very similar approach there in their pre-round two talk, Ellis. Oh, he gets past opponent's choice, and he lands with the 1980s. Okay, Chris, movies from the 1980s. Do you want to keep this, or do you want to use your mulligan and spin one more time? I mean, I think you know, Kaiser, that uh, we're going we're gonna to spin again. We're going to get a better category here. So yeah, let's, the let's, 80s. Let's, yeah. 80s were overrated. Yeah. I was always a Carter guy. Uh, weren't you literally just singing and dancing to a song recorded in the 1980s, Kaiser? That's not important. I may have told a fib there, Ellis. <laughs> you? I, I, I think I have receipts on my text uh, chain with you that uh, you do enjoy the 80s. So it looks like Chris Van Vliet. Oh! oh so close to doing. I was Johnson. smelling what The Rock was cooking there. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently The Rock is cooking up Reese Witherspoon movies. Four questions in the world better of Reese than the Witherspoon. 80s. Better than the 80s. Okay. <laughs> really wanted The okay. Rock. I wanted to talk about all his great films like 
the Tooth Fairy and Faster and Race to Witch Mountain and the game plan. <laughs> we need a we need somebody to make a gif of just Chris's face as it slowly passed the rock wedge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 All right, Chris, but unfortunately, the wheel giveth, the wheel taketh away, and the wheel today offereth you Reese this Witherspooneth. Here we go. Nice. Four questions. In the world of Reese Witherspoon, you currently trail by seven. Here's your first one for two points, unless you ask for multiple choice. Reese Witherspoon won an Oscar for what 2005 biopic? Walk the line. Van Vliet is on the board in round two, and he's got a two-pointer to show for it. It is now 13 to eight. High time still in the lead. Your next question. Cooler, who plays Jake, the estranged husband of Reese Witherspoon's character in the romantic comedy Sweet Home Alabama? Let's go to multiple choice. All right, your multiple choice options for a point. Is it A, Patrick Dempsey, B, Matthew McConaughey, C, Josh Lucas, or D, Luke Wilson? Hmm. I'm going to go with Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey is incorrect. And so now, Doug, you have the opportunity to steal. I'm going to re-ask the question to you, and I'm going to give you your multiple choice options again. So the question... Who plays Jake, the estranged husband of Reese Witherspoon's character in the romantic comedy Sweet Home Alabama? Is it A, Patrick Dempsey, B, Matthew McConaughey, C, Josh Lucas, or D, Luke Wilson? It is C, the voice of Home Depot, Josh Lucas. I knew he was the voice of Home Depot. Thanks for confirming that. That is correct. 14 to 8, Doug Benson leads Chris Van Vliet by six. Van Vliet can cut it down to four with his penultimate question in the world of Reese Witherspoon. Chris, L. Woods enrolls at what famous university in the film Legally Blonde? It is Harvard University. Harvard is correct for two points, and that's a big get. Andrew Guy, because now that cuts the lead to four, and he can possibly get the lead all the way down to two going into round three if he gets his final Reese Witherspoon question correct. She's a big fan of the show. Hi, Reese. We know hey, you're good to see you hey, again. You've been in some awful movies. He means it. <laughs> I don't think Chris is happy with your category, Reese, but I'm sure he appreciates you. Your final question, Chris. Which actor plays Brad, the male lead, in the comedy Four Christmases. Let's go to multiple choice on this. Multiple choice? Your four options for a point? Is it A, Owen Wilson, B, Will Ferrell, C, Vince Vaughn, or D, Paul Rudd? Excuse me, it's my stomach. That is Owen Wilson. Owen Wilson is incorrect. And so now for another steal, Doug, a repeat of the question and the options. Which actor plays Brad, the male lead in the comedy Four Christmases? Is it A, Owen Wilson, B, Will Ferrell, C, Vince Vaughn, or D, Paul Rudd? Let's get freaky. It's C, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn is 
correct for a point. And just like that, Andrew, wow. Doug Benson, an impressive round two all the way around. He goes perfect. He gets a couple steals off the cooler. We're suddenly looking at a 15 to 10 ball game. However, round three, there's a possibility of 10 points per competitor. So Van Vliet has plenty of opportunity to catch up. Yeah, a ton of ground to make up, as you just said, Mark. But what an impressive round two from Benson. That's that's what we're talking about at the top of the show. Round two is when everything starts to get way more intense, starts to boil down. And now we see a five-point differential between our two competitors as we hear the round three rules. The rules of round number three, gentlemen, are as follows. We need a series of numbers from each of you. Each of you is going to give us three numbers. These numbers may range from one to 20. You may not pick the same numbers as your opponent because each one corresponds to a unique category of movie, trivia, schmodown, mystery. Your first question is going to be worth two points. Your next one's worth three points. Your final question is worth five big points. Points. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number three. And because Doug High Time Benson has a five-point lead, Doug has the right to give us his three lucky numbers first. So, Doug, from one to 20, what feels fortunate? Let's go two, seven, oh, thank heaven, 11. I approve of that store. Big fan of the taquitos, which I believe I encouraged mm. you to try. Uh, Chris Van Vliet. You know, I, you... I think I, I didn't have as much luck there because I wasn't shining up one of my other awards in that round. Goodness. So oh, I'm going to shine up my uh, communicator award here. You know what? I'll also shine up my Tony award while we're at it. That okay. one looks like the most prestigious, to be honest. Very, isn't it? Is it I'm going to go with numbers one, <laughs> ten. And lucky number 13. Uh, Chris, I don't, I don't want to scare you, but it looks like there's a mad professor just to your right that looks like he might be eyeing to steal your awards. <laughs> ah, Mr. Doctor. I saw that Marvel movie. Um, Doug, you're crushing it, buddy. I am not surprised in the least bit. Uh, you had a perfect round two, and uh, he did not. And that's terrific news for us. And now... That, uh, Chris is going to have to answer a lot of questions before it kicks back to you. So there's a very good chance, my friend, you can walk away a winner here without having to answer a single other question. But let's not get cocky. So I want to remind you, you still have your one JTE rule left. You have one repeat left. There is no multiple choice in this round. So, you know, make your best guess. And uh, otherwise, you're you're doing great, man. I don't want to I don't want to ruin your flow. So uh, you feeling good? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, that's it. I'm not going to take up any more time. Let's do this thing. Still got the All right, baby. Here. It's the third round. This is a brand new game. You have two JTEs. No, no multiple choice. You got to take your time. You got 15 seconds. It's awful nice when you got 30. So use the time on the clock. All right. Slow it down. This is where we get them. There's, there's no round one and round two. There's only round three. You get all these right yeah. and we're home free. All right. 20, Let's do this. 15. I'm calling it right now. All right, get in the zone. Just start thinking about the movies. Run the trailers in your head, everything we went over, okay? Real quick, also, Ellis, shout out to Doug Benson. I loved him in that documentary, Trailer Park Boys. Mm. Best of luck with the community service, pal. All right, uh, Doug, you got a compliment from your yeah. opposition's manager. I know, I can't believe Sam forgot to compliment Chris on his way out. <laughs> 
I think Chris has enough complimentary hardware behind him. He doesn't need. Should I grab another award here? I don't know. Uh, you know, I, I think actually, Chris, maybe we'll. I'll just ask you your first question. You can shine an award during it if you'd like. Uh, but that's on you, man. You selected number one, which coincides with the category of crime. Crime is your category for two points in round three. The category of crime. Category of crime it is, and reminder to uh, Chris, you still have your two JTE rules remaining. What Academy Award-winning actor plays Richard Worshi Sr. in White Boy Rick? I do not know, so I'm going to say Leonardo DiCaprio. He won an Oscar. That is incorrect. We were looking for Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. So, Chris, we're going to stick with you. Your second number was number 10, which coincides with the category of 80s films. So we'll see if this is going to maybe treat you a little bit better than you thought on the wheel. In the category of 1980s, the cooler, your three-point question. What 1988 family film follows the character Josh Baskin, who makes a wish that comes true? That is the movie Big. That is correct. For three points, 13 to 15 marks. We are in a very, very interesting situation. Doug has not yet had to answer a question here in round three. Chris has to hit one more to send it back his way with that lead. And Chris, your number, as you said, lucky number 13. And that is going to coincide with the way that we started our day today, or near when we started our day today. Family films. Family films is your category for our five point question the cooler for five points and the lead joe johnston made his directorial debut on what 1989 american comedic science fiction film starring rick moranis could you repeat the question I'd be you more than one happy JTE rule remaining. One JTE remaining. Your five-point question in the category of family movies. Joe Johnston made his directorial debut on what 1989 American comedic science fiction film starring Rick Moranis? Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. That is correct for five points and the lead. Doug High Time Benson now has to play in round three. Ellis, this has been phenomenal. The cooler cools down Benson enough to avoid a TKO. And now all of a sudden it's back to Van Vliet with the lead. It feels like the end of round number one, Andrew. He's got a three-point advantage. Doug Benson has all of his round three questions in front of him. So there's a number of different paths to victory for Doug. But the bottom line is he's got to answer at least a question correct. So Mr. Benson, Doug, high time. Here we are. Your two-point question. (laughs) that can cut the lead to a mere one. You selected category number two, 
and not knowing what it was, I got good news for you, Doug. You're right back in the comfortable world of sports movies. <laughs> and your and your question for two points. Yeah. Okay. Who plays the role of Reggie Reg Dunlop, the coach as well as a player of the Charlestown Chiefs in the film Slapshot? That would be uh, Will Ferrell. That is incorrect. We were looking for... Oh, I was thinking the basketball one. You're talking the hockey one. I was talking the hockey one. That was Paul Newman. Paul Newman in Slapshot. Yeah, I got cocky and uh, thought of that Jim Farrell basketball movie. What was that called? The Colin Farrell movie, I believe, was called... Uh, Semi-Pro. Semi pro plays for the one. tropics. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, Doug, good news. We're done officially with sports movies, but more pressing for you is that now you have a three point question. If you hit it, you're going to tie the lead of the cooler. And you selected lucky number seven for that category. We corresponded with the movies of Steven Spielberg. Easy. And your question. For three points and to tie. Steven Spielberg directed the short Kick the Can in what 1983 anthology film? Twilight Zone colon the movie. He even got the colon in there. That is correct for three points, and it all comes down to this. Andrew, we could not have scripted it any better. It is a tied ball game between two very game competitors. Rookies though they may be, they have grown up in a hurry. It is 18 to 18. Van Vliet shining his hardware. Doug Benson looking to strip him of one of those trophies with a possible correct answer with his five-point question. Doug Benson. High time himself. You have a five-point question. If you hit it, you win your very first Schmodown match. If you miss it, we go to sudden death overtime. You selected number 11 for your five-point question. And Mark Rippon's number corresponds to the world of spy movies. Yeah. And your question. For five points and the win. Which actor plays the role of Merlin in the Kingsman franchise? I'm going to have to hear that one again, please. All right. That is your final repeat, final JTE rule. Here's the question. Which actor plays Merlin in the Kingsman franchise? Gosh, it's like, uh, I just don't know which person. I, I like those movies. I just don't know which person is Merlin. Four. So I'm going to take a guess. Two. Mark Hamlin. Hamill? Mark Hamlin or Mark Hamill is not correct. We were looking for Mark Strong. And so now 
It is tied at 18. Yes. And we go to sudden death. Andrew, this feels a lot like the Kevin Smith, Chris Jericho Ooh. match. Okay. I don't care about anyone but me. This is my first overtime. This is my first match. I get to call it overtime. This is exciting stuff for me. It's all about me right now. What an incredible round three from both these guys, Ellis. It has been a phenomenal test of movie trivia and a display of a wide breadth of knowledge from both of these competitors. But gentlemen, now we enter the world of sudden death. You each yes. get to speak to your managers in just a second. First, I'm going to give you the rules. The rules of sudden death, it works like round number one. You need your writing utensil and your writing surface. We're going to ask you a question. It's worth a point. You simply have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer. Once we ask you by name or nickname to show what you wrote to the camera, the same time you verbalize your answer to the microphone, that question, if it's correct with your answer, you get a point and you stay in the match. If both competitors miss the question, we move on to the next question. If one competitor correctly answers the question and the other one misses, the correct answer or will be the winner of the match. And with that, we're going to first drop out the cooler, Chris Van Vliet, and bring back Doug Benson's manager, Sam Levine. Well, this is exciting. <laughs> I, You know, Sam, I'm going to apologize out of the gate for that Paul Newman thing. I, I should have just focused harder. That one point would have made the difference. But what do you got for me? What What's your strategy going into this final thing? Well, first off, I just need to clarify for the rules because it's been so long since I've had a match go to sudden death. Do we get any repeats? Do we get – what do we get? You we get, get one, one repeat. One okay. JPE rule in all of sudden death. So we only get one to use. And uh, here's my advice, man. Uh, you know, use the repeat if you need it. Write down your best attempt at an answer if you got a guess. And uh, we'll see where it lands. But I love the way you played today, dude. I think this has been great. It's an entertaining match. You're doing great. And I think you got this still. All right. I feel Mark Strong. All right. You look Mark Strong. He certainly does. Look at you. Look at you. We got this like far, baby. This, baby. All right. Now, look. Buckle down. Get Zen here. Take your time. Use the clock. If we get the advantage, we win. You get one JTE. Use it. Like we practiced. Always guess. Hone in on the key words. Just listen for the keywords in the question and, and venture your best guess. You got this. You're playing great. And one last thing, Doug, win or lose, you were great on Judge Judy this week. Whatever went down at that pet store with the turtles and the broken toilet clearly wasn't your fault. All right, Chris, let's get it going, baby. I, I know you got this. Come on. We've got this. We've got this. All right, come on now. Answer some questions. Ooh. All right, gentlemen, congratulations on making it to your very first overtime. Your first question coming your way in the category of overtime. <laughs> Who nice plays? Save. Yeah, thanks, guys. Who plays FBI agent Carl Hanratty in Catch Me If You Can? All right, so... All comes down to this. Look at, look at these guys. Look at how pro they are. Five, four... Three. They're showing us their hands and I love it, man. Two, I love one. it. Pens down. Uh, high time. Let's go to you first. Oh, me? Sorry. Tom Hanks. And Chris Van Bleet. Also, Thomas Hanks. These guys do not go down without a fight. Oh, Here is your next question. In the category of overtime. Yes. And it is. What instrument? 
does John C. Riley's character play in the comedy Step Brothers? I feel like these two guys could have been in that movie. I like love this question so much because it felt very serious <laughs> at the beginning of it. Five, Doug and I could be stepbrothers. Two. One. But who would play the Chris? Drums? That is my drum set. Does Doug Benson have it? Drums? He certainly does, and they have two points in overtime, Andrew. They sure do. Moving on to your third question in overtime. Rookies, 20 to 20, battling it out three deep in OT. Your question, gentlemen. Which wrestler played the character Blaine in the 1987 film Predator? You know, that... uh... Nashville has a hockey team called the Predators, and I never thought Nashville and hockey would work. They love that team. I mean, didn't they? They won a few years, like a decade ago, almost. Three. Now that I'm old, you read the question, please. I'd like to repeat. Hi, he said it, Ooh. not me. Yeah, <laughs> All right. Yeah. That was that was Chris using his repeat. So here we go, Andrew. <laughs> so Doug has his repeat remaining. Still, this is your third question in overtime. Which wrestler played the character Blaine? In the 1987 film Predator. And the writers may be excited because they may have finally stumped these two geniuses. It's been very tough to do today, man. I know who it is, I just can't think of the name. Four. You still have your repeat. I know. Two, I'd like to repeat the question, please. Okay, another Ooh. repeat. All repeats are done now. 15 seconds, Andrew. <sighs> Which wrestler played the character Blaine in the 1987 film Predator? No repeats, no challenges. I'm just eyeballing it. It looks like it looked like Chris had his answer ready, but now he looks like he might be amending it. So <laughs> three, a lot of twists and turns. A lot too. of stuff going on here. And some just pulling off to the side of the highway. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Doug Benson. I can't, I can't think of the guy's name, so I just wrote Governor of Minnesota. And, and Chris? Chris Van Vliet. It's Sylvester Turkey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that's another highway exit that uh, neither one's getting points for. Uh, at, at least Doug knew that he was the governor of Minnesota, Jesse the Body Ventura. You were, Jesse Ventura. I, I, I was just like, what am I doing here? Sylvester Turkey, though. I mean, why not? I was doing James Adomian's impression. It's in my 80s movies. Head, 80s movies kill me. Oh, <laughs> boy. Question All right. Four, Governor of Minnesota was a great guess. You were far it, it, closer it, than me. I, I like to let people know that I have some idea. <laughs> I almost wrote down Hulk Hogan. Yeah, I, I, I kept thinking Hulk Hogan and dismissing He it. was in every 80s movie. All right, your next question, gentlemen. What is the name of the ancient, ultra-powerful, and malignant entity that the Ghostbusters battle in the 1984 film? No repeats left, Andrew. Wow. Benson already has his answer locked in. Here we go. Five, four... Three, two, one. We Does go Bleed to the cooler. Slimer? 
And Doug Benson, your attempt. I am Zool. That is incorrect. Looking for Gozer. Oh my god. That the key master. <laughs> the key master. Yes. You both had great yeah. villains in Ghostbusters, but we were yeah. looking for Gozer. Mine was a total guess. <laughs> and the I match. Thought, I thought I nailed it. I, thought I even spelled it yeah, right. Doug seemed very confident. Yeah. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, he he did. <laughs> He was so confident that I thought I was wrong when I saw yeah. the answer. <laughs> there was a long <laughs> pause there. You might be. All right. We are still navigating our way through overtime. We're still tied at 20. Your next question in overtime. Before appearing as the T-1000 in Terminator 2, Robert Patrick was a henchman by the name of O'Reilly in what action series? Sequel. Sequel. You don't have any reaction. Sequel. Now we need JTE rules. Yes, I apologize. Sequel. Five, four, three, two, one. Pens down. Let's see if Doug High Time Benson has it. I said Mortal Kombat. <laughs> and Chris Van Vliet. And I said cool. Rambo 2? Looking for Die Hard too. They're running out of gas, but at the We're same time, leaving. Andrew, <laughs> I love it. Wait, hey, what was the answer? The answer was Die Hard Two. Wait, read the question again. <laughs> it was uh, before appearing as the T One Thousand. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah. He's got it. He's got it. Else, <laughs> let's keep going. That's He's a good question. It. I didn't. I didn't know yeah. he was in Die Hard Two. All right, gentlemen. Question writers making their money here in overtime. They really are. Your next question. Who directed the biographical spy thriller Snowden? I don't even know if Doug wrote something down, but he's already got his hands up. I think he, I think he thinks that's what he's supposed to do. Three. You just write Two. it in the air, right? One. Pens down. Let's go to the cooler. I went with Steven Soderbergh. And Doug Benson. <laughs> Oliver Stone. Ah, yeah. And your winner! Doug! <laughs> Time, Benson. Doug Benson gets the victory in what can only be described as somewhat of a classic match here, Andrew. Look at the exhilaration, the exasperation, the relief on the faces of these usual suspects. Wow. Wow. Dude, well done, man. That was epic. That was an epic battle. Yeah, and, I, you know, I like a long overtime because I got to be. That was a very long overtime. Six questions in total. Gentlemen, you can cool off for one sec. They're going to be interviewed by Jen Sturger in just a second. Andrew Guy, uh, you and I have Ooh. been through a day with that match, but hey, it was entertaining for the fans, and they got to see an overtime classic with two new competitors into the Schmodown that maybe are going to hang around this game for a long time coming. I, I loved it. 
these two rookies debut. I thought it was incredible. I thought they had such great presence out there. They took and used the parts of the game. We saw challenges come out. It was playing the entire movie trivia showdown. And you saw, you know, they started off a little up and down, but that's the way it is in your first match. Rounds two, rounds three, and that incredible overtime. Damn, man, are you kidding me? I cannot wait to see more out of these guys. And I have to say, I have to say, I'm always a little skeptical when people more famous than me come into this league. Mark, I don't like it. And they really impressed. They took this game and elevated it. Just awesome stuff. They really did. We're still recovering from the hardware behind the cooler and whatever Doug has been doing during his intermittent breaks. But right now we are going to go to the winner, Doug Hightime Benson, and his manager, Sam Levine of The Usual Suspects, with the great and the patient Jen Sturger. Oh, gentlemen, I feel like it's taken us years to get to this point, but here we are. Doug, how are you feeling? I mean, I can only assume fantastic based on just your general outlook on life. Uh, how are you feeling about your performance today in this win? Oh, you know, it's great to come into uh, something like this with my spirits high and then to, to Just win. your spirits, huh? Yeah, just my spirits. And, um, you know, my spirits like a little, little recreational material. And then... Um, you know, but then to actually win it, that's, you know, that's another kind of high. I feel like, uh, you know, I've never experienced runner's high, but it might be like what I have right now for uh, managing managing to outlast. Uh, I, I thought that was never going to end. Uh, Chris was... Uh, None of us did. Really hanging frankly. And he was, but, he was getting hit with category after category that he clearly stated were not in his wheelhouse. And he still was very competitive. Yep. Let's talk about that performance in round two. Sam, how impressed were you at how he navigated that? I mean, you know, it was one of those deals. I'm thrilled he didn't spin away from sports movies. Sometimes it takes the down and hitting a category in round two to find out, hey, I actually do know a lot about a certain category of movies. And Doug definitely proved that. So, Doug, I got to ask you, now that you've, that you've joined the Schmodown universe, uh, do you want to do it again? <laughs> yes, I do. I'm, uh, you know, I'm hooked. I'm very excited, uh, you know, to do it again. You know, if I'd have not fared so well today, I might not have been, uh, you know, been into it because I do have a movie podcast and uh, and I do also like to, um, you know, kind of uphold. Uh, I'm sort of a poster boy for uh, for a certain kind of medicine. So you know. <laughs> Uh, I, I like to do well in these situations so that people can't walk away going, well, he's, he was terrible at that just because he's, uh, you know, uh, using performance dehancing material. <laughs> fair, fair, fair point there. Because it, <laughs> it should make me worse, let's be honest. But uh, It makes you really good at watching movies, not necessarily <laughs> learning about them. <laughs> it's like, oh, you want to yeah. be couch locked? We can, we can solve that. So, yeah. Sam, what do we do from here? Where do you, who do you want to see him face next? Where do we go? Uh, if he doesn't get a title shot, I cry foul. I don't know how the rules work anymore. Everything, you know, it's all crazy these days, but... Uh, I want Doug to get a belt tomorrow, and I'm going to call whoever I have to. I'll sleep outside of a Christian's house or Grace's house, whosoever house I have to camp out in front of these days. I appreciate uh, it. I really, really, I really good. <laughs> It'll I look really, really good next to his cannabis trophy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I'd like that belt just because my pants won't stand. Oh, fair. Fair Perfect. enough. <laughs> Let's get Doug a belt. 
<laughs> All right, guys, congratulations on a fantastic win today. That was such a fun match to watch, and I just know uh, everyone at home definitely agrees with me. Agreed. Thank you, Jen. Thank you, Jen. Yes, Andrew, we are definitely hitting chilies. Oh, sorry, I was texting my friend. Um, yeah, that was Doug Benson. Very excited to maybe one day, Andrew, add some more hardware to that shelf of his to rival that of his opponent today, Chris Van Vliet, the cooler. I'm not sure he's going to get a title shot tomorrow, but look, Doug Benson, clearly there's a lot of movies rattling around inside that head. Yeah, and you know what? I actually like what he said in that post-game interview. I love that he's the poster boy for a certain performance dehancing uh material if you will and look he apparently maybe he practices like he plays it worked out today and this guy knows a lot about movies i thought that what he said you know it, it, there's a there's a kind of a, a gem in what he was talking about where you know sometimes when you lose in the mts maybe you don't want to come back he's he's hooked he's got the bug and i'm very curious to hear what chris has to say because i loved watching him out there i feel like he's equally hooked but those losses definitely hurt especially those ot's yeah, Chris was a great sport today and uh, just a warrior going through all of the, um, you know, technical, just waiting to get everybody in the stream on time, that sort of thing. We juggle a lot of things in the air here that you folks at home never see. But thanks to the cooler and his manager, Kaiser of the Dungeon, who will now have their own chance to be interviewed by Jen Sturger. Jen, back to you. Chris, four words for you. Jesse, the body. Venture. Are you kidding me? Look, I said 80s movies were not my strength. I was literally just going to write down any wrestler. And then I'm like, I, I actually, I look, I, I take full credit for that. But my hat's off to Doug for an amazing match. Look, he, he started dominating categories that he said were clearly his weakness. I mean, he was a very formidable uh, competitor. And I look like forward to Do you feel like he was a little bit of a ringer? Do you feel like he was, he was playing you? He has a movie you know <laughs> podcast this isn't fair <laughs> i have to say though for your first time here i feel like you performed incredibly well did you did you catch the bug do you want to do this again yeah i'm in i, I want to do this again by the way good to see you again it's Great been a while see you too, nice man. to see you definitely I, welcome I, to I, my world <laughs> i just hope that i didn't let kaiser down here's the thing chris van vliet is a warrior uh, you you can't ask for anything more for a guy who comes out there and plays his first match and, and you know comes down from a deficit in round two. Benson played amazing. Um, this guy is is only going to get better. He loves the game. He's he's training with us, and uh, you know it, it wasn't our day, but but I think he's been uh, he's been bit by the bug. I, I think he will be back. And um, you know, look as far as Sam Levine goes, he's definitely my favorite favorite manager in the league mainly because he's not a threat to me in the standings, <laughs> but also because he gave me Steiglitz's machine gun for my birthday. So, you know, give or take, but, um, you know, what, yeah, there's a bunch of things I could say here, but I'm, I'm just, I'm overwhelmed. What I mean, I've played in championship matches and won belts, lost belts. And that move, that game had me going through the ringer. Um, so yeah. I'm so happy that we did the prep that we did earlier today because two of the exact questions that Kaiser asked me earlier today were questions that were asked in round two. And as soon as they got asked, they went, Harvard, walk the line, so easy. Listen, you may have been drafted by a madman, but sometimes he does know what he's doing. I'll give him that. <laughs> he is brilliant. Look, they drafted me to the best team for a reason, and I can't wait to show them that I can bring home the W 
in the next uh, game that I play. To go to sudden death your first match, though, that had to be absolutely nerve-wracking. I was... I was terrified going into round three because I was down by five. Jenny, that's cool. He played like he's been in the league for 10 years. I knew one Rick Moranis film. I knew one Rick Moranis film. And I'm like, if it's not Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, this thing's over. Well, uh, tough loss today, man. It's great seeing you here. We welcome you to the Schmodown family. And uh, I really hope we'll be seeing... What do you want now? Jen, one last thing. There's always one last thing. Andrew Andrew Guy is no longer welcome at the Bel Air Country Club. I sent his agent a bill for the golf cart he wrecked and the BLT. So... I'm so glad we got that out of the way. Anyways, <laughs> Chris, I really hope we'll be seeing you around here again soon. It was a pleasure watching you guys play today and an absolute blast. And I know this is one of those matches that people are just going to be like, man, that was so fun. And they're also so. going to be like, how did he get that one wrong? Like, there's, there's <laughs> definitely a lot of those moments for me. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> you will be back, brother. I mean, look, he's got a love of the game, Jen. I can't wait to see what he does in his next match. Absolutely. Me neither. Take it easy, guys. Thank you. Yeah, Andrew, you and I can talk about that golf cart incident off camera, I guess. But the the more crucial thing right now is to talk to a player like the cooler. We've all been in that situation. I mean, I I still can't listen to the band Nickelback anymore. Not because I don't like a lot of their songs, but just because that Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2 question that I missed. It was a five-pointer. So we all have those in our history. But that's what makes a champion is you got to be in the ashes before you can be the Phoenix rising Big Fish is one of my favorite films, Mark. I can't watch it anymore after (laughs) reasons uh, that I don't like to mention from the movie Trivia Showdown. So, Chris, I feel you. I understand how nerve-wracking it must have been going into round three, being down five, having that really rough round two. It's crazy how fast the movie Trivia Showdown can turn its back on you, and it always does seem like it happens in round two. Yes, a lot of times it'll come down to the five, but round two is where things really got switched up for Chris, and I applaud his you know, mental endurance to stay in the game and then go all the way as far as he did in OT. But like I said earlier, man, (laughs) Benson, high time Doug Benson put on a thriller today, man. I I loved what he did in round two. He wasn't comfortable with sports. He goes perfect. He gets a couple steals. I mean, come on. Look, two impressive rookie performances in a season filled with them and maybe one of the better overtime matches we've ever seen in any season of the movie Trivia Schmodown. And for both of these competitors, for Doug Benson and for Chris Van Vliet, I highly encourage all of our Schmodown faithful, all of you loyal fans out there, go check out their other professional endeavors because they are just great at what they do. Chris has awards to prove how great of a broadcaster and host that he is. And he's just got such great insight. And when you look at Doug Benson, he's had me on the show. So what more do you want than that with Doug Loves Movies and all of the the films and late night appearances and stand up specials that he has offered the world. And so for Andrew Guy, who may or may not owe someone a sandwich at a country club, I am merely Mark Ellis thanking all of you out there for watching us to our competitors, to the managers, to Jen Sturger, to the question writers and the hardworking tech team behind us at Skybound and Christian Harloff himself. Thanks for watching the movie Trivia Schmodown. We'll see